0: Hello and welcome to the Bears and Lions podcast. This is the podcast where we challenge our present by viewing our past. I'm a firm believer that our greatest future lies within the correct view of our past. Because when you actually look at your past, you're gonna see that there was a lot of things that were chaotic and there were things that drove you insane in the moment. But there's also other things that you can draw from and find your peace knowing, hey, I've overcome this And I can do this in the present, and I can step confidently into the future. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. I've been thinking about it a lot, and I just wanted to share some thoughts on peace. Because I can't define it the way that I thought I would, and so I asked a couple people to help me out. I really hope that you'll enjoy the conversation, and I'll see you on the other side. I've been thinking about peace quite a bit lately. Uh, mostly because I can't really put a finger on what I define peace as. And as I kind of dug into it, I really struggled to find that definition of what exactly am I looking for if I'm looking for peace. Uh, if I can't really define what I'm looking for, how do I even know where to start my journey in in seeking it? And over the last week or so, I actually started reaching out uh, to a small group of people. Uh, there was a decent number in, in my inner circle And they're in all different stages of life. Some are young, some are old, um, some are, you know, halfway across the world. And I just asked them, uh, if they could describe peace, what's the first thing that comes to mind? And so I'll ask you, while you're listening here, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask, can you describe peace in one quick sentence? And I'll give you a second here just to breathe it in, right? Think about that statement. How would you describe peace? It's the first thought that comes into your mind. I thought it was really fun, uh, and it was a great activity to kind of uh, reach out and, and have some engagement with the people around me and and see the perspective of others. <laughs> you get some of your funny, uh, you know, your quippy, quick comments where like one person immediately replied sleep (laughs) we all we all love sleep right we love that um another uh replied love and happiness and i actually really liked that because if you break that down of course there's quite a bit to be broken down in love and happiness um and, and there's so much peace in that uh one of my best friends said uh a lazy sunday and i just that's actually her. That's like who she is. It is. She's go, go, go. And that is a, a peaceful thing to have a lazy Sunday. And I, I love that. Um, but then I got some of the deeper comments. And some of the deeper comments actually really made me think to myself, what is peace? And the most common answer out of all the people I asked, probably around 25 people, uh, the most common answer was this notion of calm or a lack of worry in the midst of a chaotic world. And, and I started thinking, what is, what is this sense of calm? And, and some people use the term tranquil or tranquility. And I loved that. I was, it's like the, the, these are the, the words that were on the tip of my tongue to describe peace, but I couldn't find them until I asked others to help me find them. And honestly, there's something so telling about how others would describe something to help you understand how you would describe it yourself. Now, everybody had little tidbits that were different because everybody's been through different things. And so their piece may be different from my piece. My friend's Lazy Sunday's piece might be just as great as another's weekend away. And a vacation from their job. And it may be just as effective as a day to sleep. For my other friend. That love and happiness may be enveloped in a tranquility and a calm. I had a conversational with this conversation here uh, with one of the friends. And she was just explaining how her significant other is her peace. Because the entirety of her world around her is chaotic and it's hard to find her way at times because everything that's happening so fast but when she's alone or or with her significant other everything goes away and there's just calm and peace and I love that I love that idea and I love how Others may be able to describe this. And you're, you yourself that's listening, if you have an opportunity to have kind of mold over, what would you describe peace as? And as I've shared this, I'm, I'm hoping that you kind of start molding like play or clay and you start defining your own definition of what does your peace look like? Because in a world that moves at warp speed, it is so easy to get lost in and worked up about everything going around us and and everybody saying look at me look at me and pulling you one way and another way and you forget to hold on to things like tranquility and calmness and peace and as i dug into peace i really started thinking okay so what are some of the things that pull me not just not just oh i'm looking for a vacation or i'm looking for uh tranquility um so i need to go to a a specific place sometimes that's the case but i started just thinking about okay what what is my piece in my day-to-day and i realized that there's uh two separate things and i actually looked this up and i thought it was really unique there's a a global piece and a local piece so you can turn that on its head and also see where there is a global stress and a local stress so there's global worry and then local worry and just to define the two global is what's happening in the world around you right what's what's happening in Uh, The US, if you live in the United States, what's happening in your country, Uh, if you live in another country, what's happening in your um, parish, your city, your state, your country and how that works. Um, I know that in our country, in the US, uh, we are uh, experiencing uh, a lot of unrest and there's a lot of uh, nervousness and worry that's what's going to happen over the next uh, year or so we're in an election year so uh, the whole world is going to go to battle uh, for who's going to be the president of the United States essentially um, and I say the whole world our, our world in the U.S. and I'm sure it's going to impact the whole world is whoever uh, becomes the president of the U- United States is going to impact a lot of other cultures and other uh, countries as well with those relationships that we've spent so long trying to build in a correct way so there's a global stress worry or flip it and there's a global piece and then on the other side of things you have that local piece or that local stress that local worry and that is what's happening in your world right your home your job your relationships. It, it, it's what happens when you are going to work and you get a flat tire. It's what's happening when your uh, girlfriend or boyfriend texts you and say, hey, we need to talk. It's what's happening when your mom or dad calls you and says, hey, we we need you to come home. Or there's things that are going on and we need to have a conversation. Or it's when you get the message uh, from a really hopeful employer and they say, we're going with another candidate um best of luck you know things you've worked for are all of a sudden worthless in in a sense in the moment that's the local stress that local worry that creates that local peace if you allow it to uh in that moment and what i realized is i feel like there's a a difference between that global and local and we need to be able to pinpoint it because if you're standing in a a lake Um, I I grew up near a a pretty big lake, and I thought it was really cool because whenever we'd go there, um, especially in the mornings, it'd be real calm. The waters would just be calm. The winds hadn't picked up yet, and the, the waves weren't crashing, and sometimes you could walk up to the water, and you could look down and see through it. Now, the whole lake could be moving out in the middle of the lake, right? If you go out in the boat, then you start hitting the waves and everything as it gets deeper and deeper. But in the closer areas, in the kind of the isolated areas, you would see that it would calm down and a lot of times all the dirt that was in the lake would settle, right? It would settle so you could see through it. So in in the morning, you could see fish and you could see turtles and sometimes little uh, frogs swimming around there. And it was just this, you could see through it, even though you knew that you couldn't see through it in the open waters. And if you jumped in, it would stir up all the water, uh, stir up all the sand on the bottom, and it would make it murky again. Uh, Or sometimes a fish would see you and then it would move really quick and it would stir up the sand and it would make it murky again. And I really just think that there's an aspect of our society and what we're going through globally and then locally that it it kind of stirs up the waters and it makes it hard to see through that water, right? We get so stirred up by social media or uh, what's going on around us, expectations set on us, relationship uh, struggles, workplace environments, Um, just pure exhaustion, maybe health scares or things like that, and their schedules and everything that we have to get done. And sometimes the best thing for us to do is to just stand still and let things settle a bit so that we can see through that murky water that's been stirred up because that's where we're trying to travel through and we want to be able to see where we're going. We want to be able to see are there obstacles ahead or there uh, holes ahead or are we going to step on a a rock or something like that that's going to cause us to slip and go under. And I just remember times at the lake that really kind of impacted me when I looked at it that way in the sense of, man, we really do have a lot that just stirs it up, even though we can move through it still it would make it a lot easier if we could see through and kind of wade through at a slower pace sometimes. So I looked into how to find peace um, because I don't want to just leave you with, hey, (laughs) we live in a murky, stirred up world (laughs) and there's uh, nothing we can do about it. There is things that we can do about it. And that's what I'm so grateful for is we live in a time where there's so many different things that we can find our Peace and there's so many areas that we can find a release or tranquility or calm. Um, There's apps that will help us maximize our time and do time blocking and schedule help. And there's people and there's resources out there that honestly, there's no excuse for us to be able to find some form of peace. Right, five minutes, ten minutes here. Um, I've started kind of looking at it from a standpoint of I need to have at least. 30 minutes when I wake up, and then sometime in the afternoon or or before I go to bed, I need about 30 minutes before I go to bed to to really ground myself in where I am. Because honestly, like if you think about it, right, I don't know if you've ever been on uh, like a ride where you spin around. Uh, I remember <laughs> there's like these death traps at these parks growing up. Um, you've probably seen them in like movies and stuff, but the kids would stand, it was like a metal disc Uh, That was about the size of a table with bars that the kids would hold on to. And then you would run around the outside of it and push the bars and make this metal disc spin and then you would jump on and hold on for dear life and it would just whip you around and round and round, and then it would finally kind of slow down enough and you would jump off and stagger around because you're so dizzy <laughs> and then you would do it all over again but those things were death traps i'm pretty sure they took them out of a lot of the the playgrounds nowadays but like uh, if you know what the teacup ride is at at Disney World or Disneyland there or any ride that spins you around like crazy and you just feel that dizziness right that's kind of what we're talking about with how crazy life can be is sometimes you get spun so quickly that you get dizzy and then discombobulated and then it's hard to find your spot it's fu- it's hard to find your peace and i've been in the the area where I feel like I can't do this. I've lost my peace. I've lost my place. I don't have it in me to keep going. And I think that I need sleep. I think that I need a break. I think that I need help. But oftentimes I'm just so dizzy that I do need to kind of catch my balance and I need to learn how to keep my balance. And this is what I kind of looked up and I realized, wow, there are so many things that we can use, so many resources on the internet that are going to help us. And I, I ran into uh, just looking up dizziness and I remember my uh, mom and my sisters did ballet. And there's a technique by dancers and not just ballet dancers, but other dancers and skaters as well. Um, it's called spotting. And what spotting does is it's a technique that dancers use. It allows them to attain a constant orientation with their head, therefore avoiding dizziness. So they'll look at something and they'll spin, but they'll whip their head around the other way and spot that same thing. And they can do that and they can keep spinning and spinning and spinning without getting dizzy because they keep their head oriented in the right spot. And I really kind of looked at that and was like that's what's happening in this world. That's what we need to learn how to do is we need to learn how to spot. We need to learn how to fix our eyes and orient ourselves on something so that when the world spins us around like crazy and everything goes through a loop, we need to have something that we are able to spot. So that we don't get dizzy. Because regardless, the world is going to spin, right? The world is going to keep on spinning. The earth is going to keep on moving no matter what. But if we learn how to spot, that's going to help us out in the long run. Because we're going to maintain that peace of mind and knowing, okay, things are spinning, but that's my spot, right? And and I think most people think that peace is something that they find, uh, and in even the way I described it at the beginning of the episode, it, it is something that I think you can find, but more than that, right? If most people do think that it's something that they can find, I believe that peace is something that we become. Because we learn how to spot, right? We learn how to spot when everything is spinning and we maintain orientation on what's most important to us. And that's what gives us purpose. That's what gives us life in the moment of all of the chaos going on. So what I want to challenge you is one, define what peace is to you. Two, find your spot that you are going to focus on now it may be a relationship it may be a job it may be a pursuit of something better it may be um, a religion or a belief that you're going to say this helps me become a better person I'm going to fix my eyes on that and that's going to be my spot so when the world is spinning I know I can always find that spot and keep oriented with everything going on in my life. That's my challenge to you. That's going to do it for this episode. I appreciate all of you. If you haven't listened to yesterday's conversation with Jason Prill, I highly recommend that you go back and you listen to episode 60. It is such an incredible conversation of storytelling and broadcasting and just gleaning really good insight of what the The broadcasting world looks like in sports broadcasting, but also just what communication looks like in your life. And we did have a little bit of a conversation of uh, faith as well, which allows uh, a lot of encouragement when you're thinking of what should I find as a spot, what should I pick as that spotting um, place. So I really encourage you go back and listen to that. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or iTunes, thank you so much. Make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button and comment down below. I really appreciate it. We've got a lot going on throughout this year. Training is absolutely kicking my butt at work and I love it because it's a challenge and I feel dizzy at times, but I'm learning to find my spot and I'm learning how to spot in life. If you want to find me on my socials, you can follow me on TikTok and X at Kyle Vot—that's K That's K-Y-L-E-V as in Victor A-T-T. And on Instagram and threads, it's Kyle underscore Vot. So hit me up with a follow, shoot me a message. If there's ever anything you want me to talk about, I'd love to have a conversation. I'd love to dig in and research uh, a topic for you and talk about it and uh, let you know whenever that episode will air. For everybody else, I hope that you have an incredible week. Remember to give grace, show love, and as always, stay stellar. Peace.